This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Dirty on 30. My name's Melissa. And I'm Anna. And this week we are going to be talking beauty in your 30s. So everything about beauty routines, what we do, what we don't do, what we like, what we don't like, and just about society and beauty in general, kind of the kind of expectations that people have for women, far as beauty goes, and especially once you start getting in your 30s and you know you're not as young and cute as you were when you were 23 anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I swear, 23 was the best year of my life. Why 23? I was just in such good shape that year. Mm, Okay. Like really... And I was, I don't know, that was well and truly past the depression year and stuff. Like, I was, like, happy and healthy and skinny. 23 was a good year. Nice. 23 with a money tree. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So today we're going to start by talking about, I guess, our current beauty routines. What we do, what we don't do. Yeah. What do you do, Melissa? I really do not do a lot. I'm pretty low-key as far as beauty routines go. Right now, even more so because of coronavirus, there's no real reason to go anywhere. Yeah. Right now, recently, I just recently dyed my hair. So let's talk about hair first. So I, generally speaking, have long, straight, blonde hair. And I've had long, straight, blonde hair my entire life. My entire life. life. Uh, For a brief year or two when I was 22 and 23, back when I was feeling myself. I cut my hair really short, little little cute bob, but I've always had long, straight blonde hair, and that's just kind of what I guess I'm probably known for as far as a look goes. Yeah. Because it's what I've always had of, it's what I've always done. But I really like my hair. I like playing with my hair. I've never, I've usually just played with it with a haircuts and things like that, but even that I'm not great at maintaining. I tend to cut my hair short and then grow it out really long and then cut it all off again and If I can, at that time, I'll donate my hair. But I've always wanted to have pink hair. Like, I've always wanted to go, you know, fantasy, unicorn, pink hair, as (laughs) far as things go. Yeah. Um, So, since we're working remotely and have nothing better to do, and it's, you know, the time of coronavirus, I decided I would dye my hair pink. So, just before recording this episode, Anna and I tried it. We dyed my hair pink. Yep. I dyed it for her. Yes. (laughs) We did use Overtone, and we used Overtone's rose gold color. And I don't know. I'm not super feeling it. It definitely came out pink in places. Yeah. Where the blonder highlights were. And it's not as pink in other places. But it's fun. I really usually treat my hair well as part of my beauty routine. Um, I've always taken really good care of it. It's always been really healthy. I don't particularly heat treat it. I don't particularly do anything to it. But I guess for me, one of the big parts of my beauty routine is is taking care of my hair. Yeah, so what kind of products do you use? Again, I'm not super picky about things. Mm-hmm. My hair, I uh, just, you know, shampoo, condition. Well, you were telling me you don't yeah, blow dry it, right? I don't particularly blow dry yeah, so it. but you I really take care of your hair. <laughs> I mostly shower before I go to bed, and then I'll just go to bed with wet hair. Like, I'm one of those people with mm. straight hair that wakes up straight no matter... Lucky. No matter what I do to it. Yeah. So 
I, I do deep condition my hair once a week because it gets really dry and because my hair is really, really fine. Blonde hair gets super oily. So I do shampoo and condition it a lot more than I feel most people do their hair. Yeah. Like every day if I can. <laughs> but as far as a beauty, beauty routine goes, I mean, I take good care of my hair. It's happy and healthy. I do really like to do my nails, but I destroy them at work so fast that it's just not even worth it. <laughs> So I'll do my nails for big events or for weekends or for vacations, or if I know that I'm going to be in the office for a solid week straight. In the beginning of coronavirus, when everything was just working from home and I wasn't doing a lot of field work, I started doing my nails during conference calls. So I had great nails, like the great best nails of my life for like four months at the beginning of coronavirus. Nice. But for me, beauty routines are more maintenance Keeping up with the acne, keeping up with the sunscreen, keeping up with... Definitely keep up with the sunscreen everywhere so we go. So much sunscreen. So <laughs> much sunscreen I'm in my opposite. life. I'm the opposite. I hate sunscreen. Yeah, for me, it'll be... Uh, I do a lot of hair maintenance kind of things. Tweezing, waxing, plucking, threading. Yeah. Shaving. <laughs> all of all of the hair maintenance. Yeah. But I feel like everybody does all of the hair maintenance, so... Similarly so, to Melissa, I also dyed my hair right before my birthday because I wanted uh, I wanted to be a redhead for my birthday. So, and I, I got that. hers done all professionally though, super <laughs> cute. I really got to work on my pink. I might try to do a take two later. Yeah, but I I dyed it. It's kind of like a copper red orangey color. I love it. My cousin did it for me, and. She did an excellent job. I really like it. I like this color. So rocking it for my birthday, rocking it for Costa Rica. We'll see how long it lasts before I have to redo it again. Right? Yeah. You also got your nails done I for did. your birthday. So I did. I got my nails done for my birthday because it was right before Costa Rica. So I wanted to do I wanted to do it so I have it in time for my birthday, but also for Costa Rica. So I got white nails with like a little green accent, like a little leaf on there. But I'm already a sucker for getting my nails done. I hadn't done it all through coronavirus, all through the year. So this was a year. I went to my nail nail lady that I always go to and she's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I was like, I know it's been a year. I haven't been doing them. I don't want her to think she was like, I was like cheating on right. her or something. You, you can't let them think you're cheating on but them. But I, yeah, I, I mean, I had no reason to really do them. So it felt nice to get my toes done and to get my nails done. That was really fun. A little bit of pampering, a little, a little bit, bit of self-care. Yeah, because it was like, uh, but right before the whole coronavirus, I was keeping up with my nails like it was a thing I, I was regularly doing them and so for me to stop so suddenly and not do them I felt like a part of me was kind of missing but so I did that I and you know I dyed my hair I wanted to look all cute for my birthday which I did I would like to think and you know I wanted to look all cute in Costa Rica but beauty routines are so expensive. The beauty routines are so expensive. So one of the reasons that I even have any sort of beauty routine is because I get makeup through through BoxyCharm, which I'll talk about later. But I, you know, they give you serums and face washes and they give you makeup and stuff. So try to incorporate that as much as I can into my routine. But I definitely go through like a period of time where I'm, I'm doing it every day. I have, you know, the roller for your face and I have the 
the vibrating brush and I get all into it for like a month and then I stop and then I get more new products and then I keep going and then I try again for like another month. But I really, I, you know, I try to do, I'm like basic when it comes, you know, I do my nails, I keep up, try to do my toes, I thread my eyebrows, I try to do, do my hair. I haven't threaded You do my, your lashes sometimes too. I do, I do. I get extensions and this most recent time that I just... I was supporting my friend's business. I got an, an eyelash uh, perm. So I got a little bit of a perm going on right now in my eyelash because last year, the last time that I got eyelashes extensions, I got mad one time. I had like a little panic attack. And, and the only thing, I guess, in my panic attack that I felt was needed to be done was pull out my eyelashes. So <laughs> I started pulling them out one by one and I took out my own eyelashes so then I had like nothing nothing left so then when they grew back in they um, they didn't grow back as curly as they used to be so I thought I would try a eyelash perm this time and I really think I like extensions better they I, I love long long eyelashes I mean I occasionally will wear like, you know, falsies fake eyelashes yeah. I have one of those sets that are like you know the magnet Oh, yeah, Magnetic yeah. eyeliner. The magnetic eyeliner, yeah. Eyelashes. Oh, cool. Those are fun for parties or special occasions, but that's not something that I do on a daily basis. But see, that's the thing. That's where it comes in, where these beauty standards of today is like... Oh, people wear them 24-7. People wear 24 them on a, uh, for the daily, daily makeup. Like, I used to just do my makeup for parties and for special occasions, but now it's like full it's glam full every day. Full face everywhere. Like, all these eyeshadow techniques and everything, and I, I don't have time to do that every day. I mean, I wish I could. I love makeup, and I own a lot of different eyelash, uh, eyelash palettes, eyeshadow palettes, and I don't feel like I use them en enough to be able to do that like every single day like it, it would take up a lot of my time and to do that but that's just like the expectation nowadays is to have that full face full face glam and look like kim kardashian right well i work at a company where everyone's a guy like, I'm, I'm not certain they've even noticed i'm a girl much less whether or not i'm wearing foundation yeah but i will say that i feel the pressure with all of the i'm I'm medium on the totem pole right now. Like I'm not really low. I'm I'm a pro I'm a project manager, so I get invited to these these conference calls now, where before coronavirus they would have had a real in person meeting, and I maybe would have not been invited to the real in person meeting. But the idea is that with a Zoom conference call or with a Microsoft Teams conference call, they can have more people on these calls than they ever would have really invited in the past. Yeah. So I feel the pressure on these conference calls where you can see everybody's video camera, you know, screen and you can see all the other women are very, you know, business, casual, well made up, chic. <laughs> great hair, great makeup, very chic. Yes. And I, I'm going to say they all look like, you know, like, like working professional adults. And sometimes I still feel like the imposter syndrome of like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to fit in as a working professional. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> it feel like that? Like we're in our thirties now. I mean, we're about to be Right. Am I, am I an adult yet? Please. We're 31, about to be 31. And it kind of just feels like we are in our 20s. Like we're still faking it a little but bit. But faking it to be in our 30s. Like I still feel like that. I don't own like suits and I don't own any of that stuff. Mainly because I gained a little bit of weight. So I don't fit into most of my clothes anymore. But 
So I'll be on these calls and I'll be sitting there looking at the other women on the call and being like, I really should have done more makeup before I got on this call. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you seen the movie I Care A Lot? I have not. Okay, but do you know what movie I'm talking about? I I do, yes. Okay, so she dresses like, I mean, she's kind of like a lawyer or type person. They She dresses amazingly, and she's, you know, 30-something or something rather. But even um, watching this show called Ginny, Ginny and Georgia, the mom who's 31 in the show, or she's 30, 31, and she's 31 in real life, I mean, she dresses way differently than I feel like I dress, and she's... She's my age, like right. literally and figuratively in the show. She's my age, and she and dresses, clearly we're not going the same places. We don't go to the same places, and it's like I have to, I have to look like that. I have to look like I need to like, have my game. Yes. Yeah, but you know, again, these people are so much thinner, and and everything just fits them so much nicer. Well, everything's tailored for them on TV yeah. shows. Like you do need to keep that in mind. I really I should just work on my sewing skills. It would improve my wardrobe. That's what immensely. I was just thinking too. I was like, I just need to feel clothes that work for my body type and that I feel comfortable in. Because you try to fit into what other people fit in, and then it doesn't go. If with it doesn't yours, work, then you feel even worse about then it. Then you feel even worse, exactly. And then that's kind of just where. Where I'm, I'm at is just kind of like right now I'm feeling bad about myself because I need to look like Kim K and I need to have a full face glam. And they did. I mean, everyone says that they have plastic surgery and yet that's like that's the norm. But I don't want to get plastic surgery. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do go through any of that. So it's just an expectation that not everyone can reach. But somehow, like... With, with Fashion Nova and everything. And like, with Instagram yeah. and all social media, there's so much more pressure as to, to fit the exact same fashion and makeup mold as this everybody huge, else. like hourglass shape, you know, like that, that's, that's in right now, like big right? hips, big butt, big. I definitely need like one of those fake padded butts to get the bottom half of the hourglass going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if I lost weight, I kind of had it, but not not as dramatically as as they as they want because you to have it. You know, fake and it's, it's tailored, fake. or they're wearing corsets, or they're wearing you know shapewear. It's, it's ridiculous. These these beauty standards, especially right now, where I'm for like, me dressing up beauty standards means I took off my glasses and put in contacts. Ooh la la! Let me bat <laughs> my eyelashes at you. <laughs> you can actually see them, right? Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. I that's just. All these things, and it's like, but growing up, we had a different type of, you know, like right now, full, full eyebrows are a thing, and back then it was like really thin, thin. I really thin eyebrows, and I am really lucky in that I am super blonde, and my eyebrows are super blonde, so I just joke nobody can see see my eyebrows anyway. Well, you can do them however you want because of that, because yeah. you can just get whatever. Just draw know, it on there? Yeah, you can just draw whatever shape is in right now. I butchered my eyebrows because I, you know, was tweezing them so much. And my my dad's side doesn't have really big eyebrows. So when all the tweezing, I kind of lost them. So now I have to like really fill them in to get these beauty standards of of eyebrows. And I'm just like... It's so hard to keep up I with everything. I do miss going to the threading salon. I have not had my eyebrows done in over a year. Yeah, me neither. I actually recently bought some of like those eyebrow razor blades. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. For like eyebrow shaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I been, used to have those too. I've been using that to clean up 
some of the hairs above my eyebrows because I'm really terrible at at tweezing or plucking my eyebrows. My eyebrows get all puffy and swollen and pink. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I, I mean, I actually, I think I did just get my eyebrows threaded not too long ago, a couple months ago, maybe. I don't know for what. Maybe for Christmas or something. I know I've gone one time, but... Um. I've basically gone and made no appointments since this <laughs> started. Let me uh, throw a shout-out out to my hairdresser, who I had promised last February I would start doing every six-week maintenance haircuts. And then, you know, by six weeks after February, that was definitely not going to happen. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> she can be understanding of COVID. <laughs> right? But someday I got to go back to her. Yeah. My hair shape is a little awkward right now. I know I should have, uh, when I dyed my hair, I should have given it a little bit more like texture to it. Right. But I'm just, I'm, I'm too lazy to like always curl it. And you know, like people have like, I have really thin hair and it's like my ponytail is like the size of most people's like half ponytails. So I try to do, well, like earlier when, you know, growing up, well, but you do get some wave and you do get some I do. curl, I so do that adds some, some texture. Yeah. Mine's just so limp and so straight <laughs> that I, even though I have a ton of hair for a blonde girl, you do have a ton. It of doesn't hair for do anything; girl. it just lays there flat. Yeah. No, but I do have a little bit of texture. I just wish I had a little bit more, like it was more full. Where if I try to put on extensions, like you can't see them, or you know, because that's another, like expectation is to have long luscious thick hair and people are wearing wigs like it's nothing nowadays oh and hundreds of dollars worth of extensions yes. yeah so it's just like i don't have right, that even kind if, of money even when i grow out my hair super long like naturally it never looks like the super long hair in instagram photos because you can't get that look without extensions exactly you really can't and i used to have extensions but that was when it wasn't such a huge deal like you would just add them for, you know, special occasions, you know, when I was in my early 20s. And now it's like, again, everything that used to be just for special occasions and for weddings and, you know, special events. Now it's just a daily a full time thing. job. Like it's a daily thing. And who has that kind of time? Who has that kind of money? I mean, influencers have that kind of time and money because they're that's they all got they sponsored do. products. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's all they do. Yeah. Can can we be an influencer? Are we too old to be an influencer? I don't think we're too old to be an influencer. We just need to have that <laughs> right. one random video that goes viral. True. True. I don't want to become a meme, though. I was seeing a BuzzFeed video on this, the meme girl, the kombucha girl. The kombucha girl. I watched that video. Yeah, the BuzzFeed video where she, like, she got fired from her bank job and... Because, you know, someone turned that into a sexual meme and they didn't want to be associated with it. Like, I don't want that kind of fame. But it'd be kind of cool if one of the videos we ever did or like something we said in the podcast would go viral. And then, you know, we could have sponsors from that. I find it highly unlikely. You know what? We, a girl can dream. <laughs> a girl can dream. Yeah, I always figured if I was going to go viral, it would be someday I'd be one of those embarrassing YouTube moms. Mm. I think I would be like an embarrassing I fell or something <laughs> like something that I don't want getting out there. Right. That's what that with my luck. Right. I would definitely get something like that. People would be laughing at me for years to come. 
Yeah, I really need to work on my selfies, my angles, my keeping myself all presentable. Yeah. Because I do a lot of the online dating here in my 30s now, especially right now with coronavirus. Everybody's on all the online dating sites and... And I feel like if you don't have every, every guy's profile says we want a girl with no filters on their photos, but do they actually want a girl with no, no filters on their don't. photos? No, they do not. It's like that. No, mean, they do not. Like what they think they mean when they say they want natural and it's like almost full glam. It's full but glam, like, but full glam in like nude tones. In yes. nude tones. Yes, exactly. Like you just want an, somebody that doesn't look like that. Yeah. And then they get mad because then it's oh, like, well, I'm yeah. going to take someone. Then it's all the catfishing I'm, videos yeah. of like, this is what the woman looks like when she took her makeup off. Yeah, like I'm going to take my my date on swimming on our first date so I know what she really looks like. No, bro, that's what you wanted. Right. <laughs> like you wanted the You the swiped fake. right on that full <laughs> yeah. face. full face. Because you thought that that's the natural look you wanted. So like deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that is the end of our first segment on, uh, you know, beauty standards in your 30s and what do we do and what we don't do. All right, guys, I think it's time for our guilty pleasures and keeping in with the makeup theme again and beauty standards. We are going to talk all things beauty in this segment as well. Yay. <laughs> so we are going to well i'm first going to talk about my favorite makeup product so um my first my first time well, i'm not saying my first time but my <laughs> favorite makeup product is has got to be uh, mascara i have something about my eyes that i really like so it used to be like eyeliner and mascara together but really mascara i buy it in every brand that i like that i can because i want to find that perfect mascara but it really feels like sometimes like eyeliner will make your eyes look smaller yeah um, once you once you outline them. yeah so um i really try to do the mascara like it opens them up and i love having the big eye look so mascara has always been like my thing and then you know now that falsies are more in i do wear falsies and i and you don't really wear mascara with falsies or i mean you can. i have to put mascara on before i put on falsies otherwise you see the blonde eyelashes with oh, that's the true. fake eyelashes that's true but yeah you do need to put the mascara on first because you don't want the yeah. product getting on the fake lashes. on the falsies that's like my favorite it's always been since i can remember i uh, actually as a teenager never mm. wore mascara i was really really bad at the mascara wand next to my eye mm. i never really started wearing mascara until after i had contact lenses yeah because being able to poke yourself in the eye with a contact lens like reopened a whole new world of eye makeup yeah that i never really well when i was growing up i had the uh, what is it the maybelline mascara I, everybody the had maybelline lash, the, yes the, the pink the pink and green one yeah i feel like i still use that <laughs> that's the, that was like the starter pack like you know you had that and that, that was probably one of the reasons why I just started loving mascara is just how it opened up my eyes and I really love the big like I said the big eye look but mascara that's that's my guilty pleasure I'll buy it even if I have some I'll still keep buying it because I want to find like the perfect one and I liked the Too Faced better than sex mascara but it's like it kind of like leaves it kind of clumpy and I don't really like the clumpy look right but 
I don't even know what. Oh, my favorite one right now though is is the the Fenty one. My favorite beauty product has always been foundation. I uh, you know had all the acne in high school, and with my pale pale skin, adding acne or adding sun or adding anything in the real world would make my skin all pink and blotchy. And I always really really liked foundation, and that it could bring me back to like that perfect pristine pale palette yeah. that I wanted my face to be in real life no. instead of being you know pink. Yeah. <laughs> I will ditch the foundation and just wear like um No, I will ditch everything else mascara. and just put on sunscreen and foundation. No, yeah. So you wear different. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll ditch it because I don't I don't mind my skin, but in fact, as a as a teenager and stuff, I wouldn't ever wear blush because I was like I just spent so much time getting my skin back to being pale and perfect. Like why would I put blush on top of that? I don't want to be pink. I love blush. I never would <laughs> I never would use blush as a teenager. Yeah. No. No, yeah. See, I I I not until recently I I didn't really like foundation cuz I feel like I could never really match my skin tone until they matched it for me like at Sephora. Right. But that was always a struggle cuz you know. Oh, I mean, it was always a struggle for me too. <laughs> Nothing like trying to pick out drugstore drugstore makeup that drugstore foundation <laughs> that matches you when you're Pale as heck, everything. Would, I, would, I had orange face <laughs> as a teenager for several years. Yeah, nope. Definitely gotten better at it. I do usually wear Clinique foundation now, actually. It's yeah. the foundation that I wear. I like Clinique. Well, I do have a guilty pleasure that feeds my makeup addiction and my mascara addiction. I am a subscriber to the BoxyCharm monthly subscription box, my makeup subscription box. And let me tell you... I look forward to that box every single month. Actually, I get two boxes. I have the regular box and then the premium box. <laughs> I probably don't need the premium box, but sometimes like they have really good stuff in the premium one and and you know. Right, I feel like it would go the opposite. Wouldn't you keep the premium one and ditch the regular? You can't keep the premium one oh, without oh, yeah, because oh, that's well, like that's an add-on. Yeah, it's an add-on. <laughs> so you can only, you know, either keep the basic one or add the other one. And then every 3 or 4 months yeah. I think it's every three, four months. You have the luxe one, which is like the bigger box they give you. And that includes like, I got a is hair. Is that another add-on fee? Or that's a, that? another add-on fee. And and you get it every couple months, every three or four months. I'm not, I can't remember at this point. And I got like that hair dryer that we used earlier on you. Yeah. And stuff. And uh, it comes with like. I think I got like a, a curler too or something like I get I get all these stuff but I look forward to that box every month I mean it's like my mom even knows because they go to her house and she's like your box is here and I'm just like yes like I just wait for this box every single month and it comes with serums uh it comes with like lipsticks and eyeshadow I mean there's an eyeshadow palette in every single box so I probably get like two or three eyeshadow palettes alone just every month. It comes with name brand stuff. And it's the, the thing I like about the box is, I can talk about this box forever, but the box is full-sized um, products. Oh, you're not so getting little not, samplers. I'm not getting samples. So a couple months ago or a few months ago, I got a premium box and it was all Fenty stuff. And I love Fenty. That's my other guilty pleasure. Like I own pretty much every makeup like product that Fenty, that Rihanna's Fenty product line has. And I it had the 
and you know, I'm paying $30 for this extra box. So it came with just the eyeshadow palette alone was like 40 and it came with that and it came with highlighters. It came with like a like a lip gloss. It came with the blo like what are they called the blotch the like the setting powder set or a, no they're or like these the oil little, paper the oil blotters. papers yes the, the blotters it came with that and it, and so that alone was like worth a lot more than I paid for the box but so you get really good stuff and I really look forward forward to my box and we are not sponsored by boxy charm but not. I'm sure Anna would appreciate <laughs> if they I wanted would, to I would love to be sponsored by them yes because I really look forward to it and I really like it said it feeds my makeup addiction and even though I don't do full glam every day like I'll post pictures I do uh, during quarantine and during COVID I was working on makeup techniques and different eyeshadow techniques and things like that that I was trying but definitely, I would not. I would not wear it for everyday look. But I mean, I know a lot of people do, and it looks amazing. But it's just too time consuming for me, and I like sleep. Sleep is good. <laughs> My big guilty pleasure when it comes to beauty products isn't really a beauty product. It's more self care. It's bath products. Yeah. I adore bubble baths. I could take a bubble bath every day. I mean, I don't. It would be really bad for my skin. It would dry me right out. <laughs> but <laughs> I adore bath products. So I have a whole shelf of different types of bubble baths from like Bath and Body Works, from like the Epsom salt brands that do like a really good eucalyptus bubble bath. I have like, you know, Dove bubble baths. I have Olay bubble products. I have bath bombs from everywhere. I do like bath bombs a lot, but I tend to cut bath bombs up like in half. Like I feel like you don't need the full bath bomb. Mm. In a oh, bath. that's smart. So, that's actually really, I would have never thought of that. I would just like, just dump it in there. I cut them into halves or if they're really, really scented, even into fourths. And then mm. I put the, like the rest into a Ziploc bag to use nice. next time. Kind that's of smart. make it more be like a bath salt and less of a bath bomb. Well, if anyone needs a gift idea to give to Melissa, oh, now you yes. know. <laughs> Anytime. Bubble. Bubble bath products, bath bombs, all of that. Those are my absolute favorite. That's what I spoil myself with. I actually, with the eucalyptus bubble bath that I like the most... I recently put it on Amazon subscribe and save. So now it's just going to show up at my house once a month. Oh, amazing. So I don't even have to like go try to buy it again every month. Yeah. I feel like I It'll would just equally as much in show up. I would equally enjoy them as much as you if I had a bathtub that was a decent size where I feel like I could fit all myself in it and it would just kind of like be relaxing, you know, like in the movies or it's like, you know, those the bathtub. Yeah, those yeah, big, those huge. Tiger or what is it, lion claw bathtubs or whatever? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, that would be kind of cool. But since really I have an itty bitty <laughs> bathtub, it'd be really cool out of a jacuzzi someday. Yes. I feel like, as much as I like the products, and you can't put any of those products in a jacuzzi, I feel like I could get a lot of the same feel if I had a yeah. jacuzzi someday. The relaxing, the warm water, you know, the de stressing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But those are our guilty pleasures, guys. <laughs> For this week, we have been talking about makeup. Our last segment of the beauty episode is our Born in the 90s segment. In this segment, we're going to talk about beauty nostalgia. What kind of beauty products did we have as a kid? And what kind of beauty standards are kids held to nowadays? So we're going to start with what did we do when we were teenagers, you know, middle schoolers, 
high school kind of thing. What yeah, products when we did started we have? wearing makeup. When we started wearing makeup, when we were learning about this new thing called makeup in the pre-YouTube era. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-influencer era. Right, but you know what I mean? Like, there was no beauty tutorial to go watch. Nope. And my mom didn't really wear a lot of makeup. She was a mascara and a little bit of maybe like a sparkly light pink kind of eyeshadow kind of person. Yeah, my mom too. She barely, she barely wore yeah. So, like I said in the last segment, I didn't really wear any kind of mascara or anything as a kid. I think we were going to start with, this is early 2000s, and yeah. what was really popular at the time were all of the lip products and lip glosses. Like, were you yes. even an early 2000s <laughs> child? If you didn't have lip smackers. If you didn't have lip smackers. In and 20 different scents. Yes, in 20 different flavors. And the soda flavors as well. Oh, yes, the soda flavors. Absolutely. <laughs> and then those sticky, sticky lip glosses. The roller lip gloss that was sticky. Yeah, the fruit one the, in the little red Yeah, container. you got to get cherry. Yes, <laughs> that was... I mean, I hated it because I don't like lip gloss now. I hate it. I always do. I like the really um, matte ones. I yeah. like the really matte matte lipsticks. But my hair just sticking to it like that. Ugh, I c couldn't. I still can't to this day. Like people that wear lip gloss, I'm like, you must have your hair up or something because I cannot cannot deal with the hair on my yeah, lips. The slightest but, breeze out, and next yes. thing you know, you got half a. Half your head stuck to your lips. <laughs> well, like I said in the previous segment, I started out with the Maybelline mascara, the pink and green bottle. Y'all know which one I'm talking about. That one. And I had a definitely, well, I did wear foundation and I wore the dream, what was it called? The dream mousse, mousse right. makeup, dream matte mousse makeup. It was, <laughs> to me, it was like, like this new thing was like, oh my gosh, this goes on so nicely and everything. I feel like I just wore like drugstore <laughs> Revlon foundation and was, it never matched. I was I'm so into the dream map, but I have this meme. I'll post it on Instagram. It's a 2000s. I'm so good at makeup starter kit. And I swear to you, I had everything in this starter. Every kit. single product. Like the eyeshadow palette with like a hundred different colors that, you know, was like really $3 cheap. At yeah. Like, yeah. At Rite Aid or exactly. something. <laughs> the dream matte mousse makeup, that foundation that I did, the lip smackers, you know, those triangle, uh, those triangle sponges that were, that you kind of just use. I was really into the, the juicy pop perfumes, like the fragrance sprays, like the body mm, mists. Yeah. I had those in eight or 10 different colors or not colors, scents. Yeah. Because you know, you want to smell like cotton candy well, when you're an eighth grader. Well, by then I was already into the Bath and Body Works, cucumber melon, and <laughs> I think I was a cucumber, cucumber melon, melon was definitely a phase. <laughs> and sweet pea. I was definitely those that that girl. No, I was like a cotton every every fragrance that I wore was was a dessert. <laughs> no. You know, ice iced cinnamon roll, cotton candy, yeah. vanilla, birthday cake kind no, of thing. Even back then I've always wanted fresh scents, like touches of flowers. If I didn't smell like frosting, it was not a good day. <laughs> and early 2000s, I was with my, you know, baby blue eyes. I was all into the blue sparkly eyeshadows. Yeah. I had all the blue sparkly eyeshadows, all of them. I remember going to Target and buying the the smoky eye and it came in like a little pack 
and it was three colors three colors and it and it showed you on the little pack like on the back like, yeah. on the back, like apply this one in the middle of your eye sh- eyeshadow or eyelid and this and one then the this one on the crease and then this one on the outer edge and it you know there never was nothing worked. about blending no. it was never about anything there was no blending. but i had that in like purplish tones and 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 like gray tones like silver smoky eye tones and and browns because they were like for specific eye colors like smoky eye for browns and it was like a brown tone and I was like this is boring and if you get the one for blues it would be like gray tones yeah and and I was like okay but I mean nowadays it's like you use six eyeshadow colors for that smoky eye and for that like eyeshadow look before I thought three was a lot I'm still a very basic person when it comes to eyeshadow. I'm like a one eyeshadow color at a time wearing kind of person. <laughs> I'm definitely gotten better at it, but like now th- th- these days, like people are just crazy. I mean, we want to talk about how it was for us as teens, but now for teens nowadays, like they have to. They do wear the full like full glam. face makeup yeah. as like freshmen in high school. Yeah, it's and crazy because they got the time to do it every day. I guess unlike I don't myself, know how, I don't know how they do it because it's it's ridiculous. I I could not even imagine. I mean, still to this day, I prioritize sleeping over doing Anything? all my makeup and everything. And just because I mean, I get up a little bit earlier just because I shower in the mornings. But if I were to shower at nights. Like I, oh, I roll probably, out of bed like fifteen minutes before exactly, I try to leave, yeah. and that's definitely not enough time to to do anything, you know, worth full glam look for your face. Like that's ridiculous, right? It's not even enough time to do your hair nowadays. <laughs> but I mean, I was into um, perfume as well, and I was into the celebrity one. So I remember I would go to because I. I didn't want to buy the full size ones at the swap meet. They would have the mini samples that you're not supposed to sell. Right. They would sell them, but they would sell them. And I had like the glow by JLo. That was like my favoritest one. And I swear I told myself like, I'm going to wear this until I'm uh, like grown up and I'm going to wear this for everything. And right. uh, Yeah. No, I I had a perfume that was my favorite of the perfumes. It was in this little purple like round vial but it was just it was probably like from Rite Aid or from Target it just said like princess potion on the front but I thought it was so (laughs) flipping fancy yeah Um, it was by far my favorite (laughs) but in hindsight it wasn't even a celebrity one it was probably you know like I said yeah straight off the shelf no I'm telling you this meme that I'll post on Instagram later is me to a T I had everything I had everything on this thing down to the J-Lo, the and glow the by J-Lo. 2000s hair products. Yes. I had all the little clip-in clips in every color, the rainbow, yes. butterfly clips. I had yes, all of the, the butterfly clips. Those like those hard plastic headbands. Those tiny little headbands, like the head, yes. the, the hair ties that were like really small and tight so that you can make like tiny little ponytails and or whatever yeah my hair was perfect for that because <laughs> what do you, can you do with straight blonde hair with little tiny ponytail holders everything yeah no that was ridiculous uh, <laughs> ridiculous yes yeah, so, and so many butterfly clips i tell you yeah i had that those that hair 
it was a circle. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. I was like, it looked like a, a claw. Like, <laughs> like it, would just, it was like a headband, but it was supposed to hide all the headband claw yes, into, your, into hair. your hair. And then it had like, you know, rhinestones or little hearts or shapes or something yeah, at the very tips. The yes. Oh my God. Those were so painful. <laughs> so painful. I had the fake bikey hair like bun for the, for the artfully messy bun. Mm-hmm. where it was like the ponytail holder that already just had the fake hair around yeah. it all spiky so you just had to put up your hair in the bun and the and the the pony the fake hair was supposed to make yeah. the messy bun for you oh, and yeah, i didn't yeah. just have those in blonde because blonde was always really hard to match my hair my hair was really really white blonde still at the time mm-hmm. so i would get them in like bright colors so i had them in like purple and pink and did very like lizzie mcguire kind of hairstyles oh lizzie mcguire if anything brings me back, it's Lizzie McGuire and her little hairstyles. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was I can totally see it. I can totally see it. So that is the end of our Born in the 90s segment and the end of our beauty episode altogether. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. If you're enjoying our podcast, please like and subscribe. We release a new episode every Tuesday. For bonus features, videos, extra content, and to keep us ad-free, please support us on Patreon. For throwback photos and a sneak peek behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at thedirtyon30. And if you have any recommendations for our guilty pleasures or born in the 90s segments, shoot us an email at thedirtyon30 at gmail.com. Stay safe. We'll We'll see see you next week. week.